Hey, welcome to Unmarvelous, a show about two millennials watching the Marvel movies for the very first time. I am Graham. I'm Amy. And boy howdy. Hello. Hello, you wonderful, beautiful listeners. Boy, boy howdy. You know what? Glad you guys stuck around this long. Because guess what? We just finished the first chapter in our Unmarvelous experience together. We're in the second Maku. <laughs> We're now in the second Maku. Woohoo. Hey. So. What he means by that is phase two of the Maku. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I, I don't know how it could be any more clear. Okay. So, phase two of the Maku starts out with who? What? I don't understand the question. <laughs> you asking what movie we watched? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are <laughs> we're back to Iron Man. Oh God. Iron Man three. Uh, okay. Yeah. So going into this movie, because we just finished Avengers, what was one thing you hoped would happen to Iron Man? Because I'll go first. I just wanted him to show a little humility. I mean, I feel like that's exactly what we said for Iron Man 2, which is why I'm having a hard time coming up with anything anything other than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, same, same. Okay. Hard same. Okay, so should we just go ahead and get started? I guess. I can't think of anything that we'd... Yeah, I think once it gets to a point where they're like, we're kind of neck deep in these. It's hard to do the, like, what did you think was going to happen? What right. What was your experience? Blah, 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 blah. So, want to go ahead and get, get it going? Let's go ahead and get it going. <laughs> 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 it just feels weird that we're already diving into it, but let, let's I mean, I don't know. Was there anything? How was your day? It was, it was pretty good. It was a snow day. Yeah. So. What did you do? I hung out with you <laughs> all day. <laughs> we played Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, we always play Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Our our cat has a cold. Yeah, he's got the sniffles. And our other cat is just so old, he drools everywhere. He had this gigantic, like, drool glob hanging on his whisker. It was pretty gross. Yeah, it was. And then Graham decided... To wipe off that drool with our new electric blanket. I mean, he was sitting on it. Not only is it a new blanket, but it's an electric blanket that, like, I guess you can technically wash them, but it's not easy to wash them. Yeah, I mean, he he has been washing it with his own spit lately, though. Y- yeah. Was was that enough of an? I, that was, okay? Yeah. Okay. We're almost five minutes in. That okay, seems cool. like enough. Yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, and get yeah. Started. Let's yeah, talk let's about Iron Man three. Let's do it. I was just gonna do this, and you could get started if uh, you want. Okay. It's like a little. Um, okay, I will. So we start out with, I believe it's Eiffel sixty five. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the name of the? Oh, group yeah. Oh, yeah. who sing that blue song. Can you name literally any other Eiffel 65 song? No, it's just that blue song. Do they do anything other than that song? I'm, well, do you want me to look up 
Nah, you can keep going. It's not okay. that important. Okay. Uh, we just noted that it wasn't ACDC this time around, which already starts us off pretty good, I think. Yeah, I was hopeful. I thought maybe he changed. <laughs> maybe his current affinity for European techno pop would have signaled something other than just we're in the 90s. Yeah, and yet we're just in the 90s. 1999, to be exact. Uh, 1999 in Switzerland, and it's New Year's Eve. So, Y2K, big time, big time stuff. Do you remember any hubbub about Y2K? The only thing I really remember about Y2K was that I had this really cool shirt that just said, Y2K, Year of the Dragon. And it was like, a sh- it had like this plasticky, rubbery dragon that looked kind of like an Ed Hardy tattoo all over it. And I thought I was like the hottest shit. I mean, you probably were. Yeah, I was 10. I thought like... <laughs> Man, those girls, I'm going to beat them off with a stick because like, <laughs> they're just going to be on me like white on rice, I'll tell uh-huh. you what. And it didn't work. And then for some reason, the only other thing I remember at Y2K is that I was wearing that shirt when I went to the Hoxie th- movie theater. We had one theater for a while. It shut down a couple times. And the guy that was working there was a senior, and my brother was just becoming a freshman. And the senior looked at my brother and was like, Ah, uh, freshman, fresh meat. That's the only thing I remember about Y2K. Wow. Do you remember anything about Y2K? Mm, not really. I just remember uh, New Year's. That year, my brother just, like, once it turned midnight, he just, like, ran out of the house screaming, Y2K, Y2K. But other than that... That seems like something your brother would do. Yeah, yeah. And unless it's a false memory, he did. So, so... Tony's at this New Year's party. I wrote, hey, it's Jensen. Because Jensen was there for some reason. Um, And Tony didn't recognize him either. Right. Well, because he didn't meet him yet. Because it was 1999. When did he get kidnapped? Like, ten years later? Yeah, so why would he recognize him? No, I mean, like, when they were in the cave, he didn't recognize him. I gotcha. I thought you meant in this movie. Tony Stark, more gross sexism. Nerdy guy starts talking about a proposal. What was the, sorry, what was the sexist thing? Because it was a joke. Show me your figures or something. Uh, And then he like blew one of those like thing at her. I don't remember exactly. So I just have to believe. These are the important details. Nerdy guy starts talking about a proposal. He suggests a thing called AIM, but it's not AOL Instant Messenger. (laughs) Maya is smart about brain stuff. Happy touches a plant and woman doesn't like it. He touches the plant again. The plant grows. Is that the, okay, so is that the plant that she, well, I'm just trying to like get this all straight. So Tony takes Maya to the hotel room to get busy is what the audience thinks. They go in there and they're actually doing fractions. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she has a plant, and Happy is, like, fiddling with the plant. She's like, don't do that. Yeah. And then he pulls a leaf off, and it grows back. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Okay. Yep. Happy leaves the two alone. They smooch. And then Happy comes in and tackles Tony. Just a Y2K scare from Happy, but a glitch in Maya's work. Yeah, the, <laughs> the plant, for some reason, exploded. Nerdy guy on top of a building. And the nerdy guy was on top of the building... Tony said he would meet him up there to discuss business stuff. Right. And then just left him hanging. Yeah. Gotcha. Who the guy who clearly he was going to be the bad guy. 
Oh, yeah. It's definitely. funny when, in movies when they have really attractive people that they try to make look ugly, but they still don't really look ugly. Yeah. It's like, we'll just give them bad teeth and long, long hair. Long hair, yeah. And glasses that are now considered, like, in. Yeah, I liked his glasses. Tony implanting some stuff. He has a dunce cap on the robot. That, like. that was the that, the, that part of the whole, oh, man. Oh, boy, he's so flustered oh, he can't make words. That was, that robot has done nothing wrong. No. He has tried his best. He's trying so hard. And every single time he does something nice, Tony just kicks him down. That robot was cleaning. That was his job. If anybody should be in trouble, it should be Tony because Tony programmed him. I really like that robot. I like the robot, too. Well, this is present day, right? Yeah, present day California. Jarvis says Tony has been awake for a while. He needs to Oh, uh, I just added he needs some sleep and a new attitude. Jarvis plays Christmas music. Tony's figuring out a way to make parts of his suit come to him. It works a little, but mostly not. Come to Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is when we meet the mandarin who wants to teach america a lesson and he's not an orange yeah he's not he says you'll never see me coming news sources saying we should be worried about the mandarin the war machine might save us renamed iron patriot because it isn't so, like, this part of the Mandarin is, like, hijacking TV stations and making all these cryptic messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was the guy, because I remember this is a little bit before my time. What was the guy's name that, there was, like, something that happened that was similar to that, but it was just, like, one TV station in, like, Boston or something? And it was just, like, a guy in a mask that was laughing at the camera? Does that sound familiar to you at all? No. I think that's like a thing. There's like there was a there was a time when there was a guy who just hacked a TV station and it was just like a guy in a mask laughing and huh. nobody still to this day has any idea like what it was or what it was about or anything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I that doesn't sound familiar at all. Hmm. Tony and Rhodey in a bar talking about the Mandarin. Tony compares himself to Einstein. Tony breaks a crayon. And a little kid asks him about the wormhole. The wormhole. The wormhole. Jarvis <laughs> says Jarvis says he's had a panic attack. So we're learning that Tony has problems with anxiety. Yeah, he's got PTSD from Oh, for sure. The last movie. Yeah. Understandably so. Iron Pots talking to Happy. Happy is head... Oh, she's not Iron Pots yet. I just wanted her to be. Happy is head of security, and people are complaining about him. He's obsessed with people wearing their badges or, like, displaying their Mm -hmm. badges because he's taking his job seriously, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, he's doing too good of a job. It reminds me in Harry Potter when... I think it was in The Half-Blood Prince when Harry gets decked by Malfoy, and they're late, and then they go up to the Hogwarts, and I think it's um, Flitwick's, like, he sees them coming up, and he's like, oh, Harry, you've been here for, I've been waiting for you forever, okay, what's your name? And he's, like, checking him off a list, and he's like, Professor, I'm right here, he's like, no, you have to tell me your name, I have to follow the, the uh, correct yeah. protocol. Uh-huh. It's like, he's too good <laughs> at his job. Killian and Iron Potts talk about extremists, extremists? 
Killian is the guy from the beginning, the nerdy guy. Yeah, now he's handsome now bod, he's hot face. Handsome bod, hot face. He has techno marbles that show. <laughs> <laughs> The hottest new toy of the winter. Techno marbles. They show fun pictures. And he's, he explains that it's it's like a this holographic thing. It's an image of his brain. So, like, when she pinches him, it, like, shows that neuron firing or yeah. whatever. And then he says our brains are meant to be upgraded. I disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think we're fine. I mean, not, like, inherently. Happy tells Tony about the giant brain. <laughs> Killian wants Iron Pots to join AIM or something, basically. I don't know. B- brownies are baking in the oven and they smell good, so it's kind of distracting. <laughs> as a side was, was note. Was that basically it? Yeah, as a side note, we yesterday was a snow day, and so we ran out of a lot of stuff, but we had brownie mix. Realized we don't have any eggs, so Amy found this thing online that apparently you can make you can substitute eggs with mayo. And so we tried that, and we didn't make brownies, but it was delicious. So good. It was just kind of gooey. Just gooey, chocolatey mess. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it wasn't like totally, it was still a little kept, a but little. it was still pretty. <laughs> it, was like, it was like lava cake. It was molten cake. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of what it was. Yeah. It was good. It was like a little bit chewy almost. Yeah, really like, moist. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so, I suggest. Highly recommend. Yeah, use mayo instead of eggs. If you are the kind of people who like your brownies like a little undercooked, because I usually do. Yeah, I mean, if you're weird and like like well-done brownies. Yeah, if you're a weirdo like that, then maybe then, don't. But Yeah, or if you eat like one brownie and call it a day. Yeah, then maybe don't. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we finished off the pan of brownies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was a snow day. It was, it was a snow a, it day. Was our week. This it never was, happens. It was our vacation. Yeah. This never happens. We never get to spend snow days together. Back to Iron Man three. <laughs> Killian kissed her. She might have a crush. Happy takes a picture of the car. Iron Man on a couch. Pepper roasts him about it. Yeah. So she got home, and it was like Christmas, and. Like, I, the suit, Iron Man in a suit was on the couch. And right. she was like, why are you in the suit? This is a new suit. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Tony brings up Killian like a jealous teenager. Uh, Stark apologizes for once in his life and says he's a mess. He did that the last, one of the last movies. He was like, I'm sorry, I need you. I'm not the good guy. Ugh. And then he did nothing. He learned nothing. Like, I just keep going back to, like, relationships I had when I was a teenager where it's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, like, they would apologize, but then make you feel bad because then they feel bad. Yeah. Because they did something that you didn't like. It's like, I'm sorry you felt bad that I was doing all of this stuff for you. I'm sorry that you feel bad about that. Uh, less like that and just like, God, I am just the worst person. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm just the absolute worst. Oh, so they're taking that aim and just like, I'm going to put that right on. Yeah, me. so then you it makes you feel like you need to apologize, but you don't. I'm sorry that you were jealous 
and <laughs> I called you out on that, and that made you feel bad. Yeah. So we learned that Potts has moved in, and Tony can't sleep. But he says that he can't live without Potts. Boo. <sighs> Tony's got night sweats and panic attacks. <laughs> this. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. This this is a note with a joke on the okay, end. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Start, start over. Tony's got night sweats and panic attacks. This is how I felt during my last semester of grad school. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, though? Oh, mine wasn't as funny. I was like, oh, I sometimes get that when I eat too much meat. Uh, <laughs> 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 nah, yours might have been more relatable to more people, I think. Here I get the meat sweats. Ooh. <laughs> meat sweats. <laughs> Can't say I've ever experienced that. Yeah, it's because you're not eating enough meat. Guess Actually, not. you're probably eating the, the appropriate the amount of meat. The right amount of meat. <laughs> a, a normal amount of meat is what I'm eating. Nerdy white guy asks another guy if he can regulate. He says he can. So this is like somewhere completely different, right? That's the, this yeah, this is the Chinese theater is it yeah it's that um it's a really famous place in la is it in la i thought Mm -hmm. it was in like tennessee or something no 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 he goes there later this is this is yeah you're you're confused on the timeline yeah okay this is they're in this is in la it's like the chinese theater and that's where a lot of like the the like handprint thingies are okay happy bumps into the guy who has a suitcase he's got laser beam eyes not happy, the other guy. Happy takes one of his metal things that fall out of the suitcase. Yeah. Did we ever find out what those little metal Yes, we did. Are? Did we? Yeah. Put a pin in that. I can... Okay. When that comes back. The pin is in. Happy punches the nerdy white guy. The guy glows and then sends Happy flying. The other guy feels sick and then blows up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just too much meat. You cannot handle it. <laughs> Happy's not looking so hot. Nerdy white guy turns into nerdy lava guy and walks away. <laughs> the Mandarin talks about fortune cookies, says they leave a bad taste in the mouth, which is pretty accurate, really. He says the big one is coming. They've been, like, wreaking havoc across important military and United States like bases and stuff. Happy's in the hospital and Tony Stark is there and we find out that Happy likes Downton Abbey. Yeah, I already delightful. He has like normal hobbies. Yeah. Why can't Iron Man also enjoy I don't know, something other than misogyny and ACDC? And tinkering 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 and tinkering tinkering around with robot suits is what I was trying to say. Well, you got there eventually. I sure did. You just got to keep trying. Just got to keep trying. Reporters want to know about Tony's thoughts on the Mandarin. Tony says he's not afraid of him. Because now it's like a big deal. Yeah. Up to this point, it was he didn't care. Just like the whole, in the first movie, didn't really give a crap until it was his, him was on the line. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, he hurt my best friend. Now I care. Yeah. This is this movie is just a giant metaphor for like the United States in wars. So yeah, he says he wants revenge. He gives like he gives out his home address on the news. That's just so dumb. Like he was just telling Pepper about how she's like the most important thing, and he wants to protect her, and then he sends 
every possible human being. That's what to, I'm saying. To the house that she lives in. <laughs> do you do you ever remember hearing? This was a while ago. There was a guy who he made a company that was all about identity theft protection. And to like prove yes, about how yes, good yes, his yes, point yes, was, yes, yes, yes. he Keep like going. he he put his social security number on the side of a giant semi as like come at me, bros. Yeah, and they immediately came at him like in less than an hour or yeah. something. Like, they had him all hacked up. Oh and, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what it reminded me of. <laughs> not hacked up, like like stole his identity, stole credit his cards, identity. Like, not like with an axe or anything. <laughs> I said <laughs> yeah, that, that took a turn. I said that very very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one guy that's like, wow, that was, oh, you, okay, sorry, you didn't mean that literally. <laughs> Tony learns some stuff about the Mandarin and about what happened to Happy. Tony gets a knock on the door, and it's Maya, who is that woman from Switzerland with the funky plant. <laughs> <That's just okay>. <laughs> 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 sounds like he's a, she's a drug dealer. <laughs> Maya from Switzerland with the funky plant. <laughs> it's like it's like those old like the like the, the attack of the the reefer plants or whatever. It's like old 60s propaganda. Uh-huh. Uh, watch out for the funky plants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So what was Maya doing? So Maya came to his house and... <laughs> She doesn't have She doesn't have the funky plant with her. So. Oh thank god. <laughs> um, Tony asks her if she's the mandarin and then we find out that Tony had gluten-free waffles for breakfast. Tony and Potts argue about a giant rabbit. Weapons hit their wall. Iron pots, baby! Yeah, that was the best moment. I wish we could have filmed that. Because once I looked at you, and I don't think you realized what happened for a second. I didn't. I was like, Amy, Amy, Amy. And then you just went, oh, shit! <laughs> Iron pots! <laughs> it's all I've ever wanted. Pots grabs Maya. Pots ain't so good in the suit yet, but she'll get used to it. <laughs> Things are still shooting the house. Tony's about to fall. Jarvis says Potts is clear. And so Iron Man takes his suit back with that new kind of technology where Ooh, it, technology. it comes, comes to him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the butthead technology. <laughs> uh, dramatic music as his house is getting destroyed. Jarvis says the suit isn't combat ready. Still works against helicopters pretty well. <laughs> oh no, the robot's not doing so hot, which was just pulling at all of our heartstrings, right? Which part? Where the robot wasn't. Oh yeah, he got blown up. Yeah. Yeah, that was the saddest part of this whole movie. Yeah. Tony falls in water. Potts screams, Tony! No. Uh, no. <laughs> he flies up, but he doesn't get the bends somehow. 
I guess I don't know how that works. I just you know about the bins. I mean, oh, I know all about the bins. <laughs> no, I I I feel like this is a common criticism I have with a lot of superhero movies. If there's something like that that you're like, whoa, that doesn't make sense because like the bends, then somebody's gonna be like, oh, it was a suit. Uh, yeah, like because I was thinking about Superman. He if he can't do something, then he well, magically it's, does it's it. Oh yeah, he has that power too. Yeah, it's because he's not from okay. here. Power dropping, he falls down through a forest. Tony and Jarvis are in Tennessee. Tony is cold. Jarvis takes a snooze. Okay, I'm going to pause really quick right here. Kay. This is where you got kind of confused with the timeline. So earlier, right after Tony visited Happy in the hospital, he then went back to his room, and he started doing some CSI business. And uh, when he was in there, he found... Dog tags. Do you remember oh, that part? Oh, yeah. And then he did some more CSI enhanced stuff. And then somehow he found out, like, the heat signal from the explosion. And he's, like, matching it all across the country to, like, similar places. And there was one in Tennessee that wasn't a Mandarin explosion, but it still was, like, matched everything. So that was why you got confused. Like, that happened. The Tennessee explosion happened way before, but they didn't know oh, okay. that it was a Mandarin thing. I got you now. Yeah. Tony calls Potts, apologizes for the second time in his life, says he can't come home because he has to find the Mandarin, and then he finds a random shed. Boy comes in with a super soaker. Oh, it's a potato gun, I guess. <laughs> boy, found, boy finds out he's Iron Man, but the newspaper says he's dead. Tony tells the kid not to be a pussy about his dad leaving. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Like... I hate Iron Man so much. So much. So much. This kid's like, what, 10 or something? Yeah, and I mean, I think, like, the next scene, he the kid, it shows the kid's, like, hardened and he doesn't care. But you still would not do that to a kid. Right. That's, like, the worst thing to do to a so kid. So bad. Tony gives the kid a bully weapon. Uh, we find out the kid's name is Harley, and he asks him for a sandwich. Potts embraces her identity as Iron Potts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what that was all about. Did she so, put the mask? Oh, yeah, she, she just like found on. one of the masks that yeah. I thought they all fell into the ocean, though. Yeah, and then I don't it know. Apparently, is also a cell phone. Uh, of course, Potts and Maya talk. She thinks her boss is working for the Mandarin. We find out Maya's boss is Killian. Handsome bot, hot face. My next note just says, the Mandarin has a seat. Yeah, because this is when we find out, because throughout the entire movie so far, the Mandarin, the videos that he's been streaming, like taking over the, the monitors and stuff, have all been looking very much like they were from the Middle East. And then this showed that it actually was all a stage, and that it was not in the Middle East. Okay. Yeah. Stark wears Adora the Explorer watch. Harley... Bless you. Sorry. We don't need anyone else sneezing in this house. <laughs> Stark wears Dora the Explorer watch. Harley wants to know about the Avengers. Tony asks what happened. Harley talks about Chad Davis making a bomb and blowing himself up. Yeah, because they went to the site of the first explosion. Yeah. Harley talks about shadows and the giant wormhole. He asks if the aliens are coming back. Tony tells... Harley that he has the anxiety problem. And then Harley asks him a lot of things about his mental health. Yeah, like actual really relevant questions. Yeah, and this kid's like 10. Like, th 
Gen yeah, Z. Yeah, because he's probably Z, had guys. to deal with that because his dad left. Yeah. Tony goes to a bar and to meet Mrs. Davis. Mama Davis. Yeah. The way you said that, it's yeah, like his I wife. Did. Yeah, I mom. did. I did say that weird. Mama Davis. <laughs> uh, she brought a file about Chad. A woman comes in and arrests Tony. The woman is full of magma. <laughs> Nerdy white guys back to they're both after him. Okay, this is the funny thing about you keep saying the nerdy guy. I know who you're talking about, but in my head... <laughs> He's not that nerdy. He, you know what he... He reminded me of, like, a, like a soccer hooligan from Britain. Like, that's what yeah. he looked like more to me than a nerdy guy. I think what made me think he was nerdy is be, was his reactions to things. Um, you mean I bad acting? Did you think he was a bad actor? Because you know I better just didn't than me. I think he was that great. I thought he just... I don't know. He reminded me of, like, the vampires in Twilight. Like, how they were kind of over the top about stuff. So, bad bad acting? I I think, but I don't <laughs> feel like I'm qualified to say if it's bad acting I mean, or not. I mean, I don't... It's for Twilight, I, that it, does it matter if it's bad? Like, you don't watch the Twilight because you want to enjoy it. Sure you do. Not unironically. <laughs> Tony sets a fire, but Magma Woman seems to like fire. Tony then sets explosion with dog tags and a microwave. Magma Guy pulls the water tower down. Magma Guy has Harley, and then Harley uses the bully stopper on him. Tony Stark is being a jerk to the kid. I don't remember that. What was he? So after they use the flashbang thing, then like the dust settled, they're fine. And then they go to the street, and then the kid's like, you're welcome. And Tony's like, for what? He's like, because I kind of saved your life. He's like, no, you didn't. Like, that, they had that no. kind of thing back and forth. Boo. Magma guy wakes up. Mandarin. Did the other lady die? I guess. That was one of the questions I had about this, because the, the glowy dudes, it seemed like their power wasn't very well defined. Like, sometimes they would yeah, I don't be know. okay, and sometimes they wouldn't. Because she ended up, like, on a telephone pole. But then the other guy, like, later came back. At, like, his armory grew from being cut off. So I, I'm really confused by, like, what can kill these people. Yeah. The Mandarin overrides the TV stations. Mandarin's got Thomas Richards, who works for an oil company. Mandarin says he's going to shoot him, and he wants the president to call him. The president calls him, and Mandarin shoots the guy anyway. Uh, we think, right? Like, well, okay. So I was actually thinking about that later. Put a pin in that one too. Okay. Because I I don't think the guy actually died. Okay, I kind of don't think he did either. But it he made it seem like he just killed the guy anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony finds aim on the documents. In the, in the stupidest revelation. Yeah. Because like on one side it said M I A like missing in action. <laughs> And then he just turned it over, and it was like, it was aim all along. <laughs> Who could have guessed? <laughs> wow. Rhodey gets a phone call from Tony. Rhodey's redesign was done by aim. Tony asks for his username and password. It's, and it's funny, because it's like, haha. Like, his password is something like War Machine Rules or something Which like that. Which is the exact same thing Iron Man would have done. Right, yeah. Like, Exactly. It would have been, or, or it would have been like, 
chicks love Iron Man 69. Yeah, like, that would be his password. Definitely 69 on the end. Yeah. Definitely. Tony is in Gary's van. Gary is excited. Gary shows him a bad tattoo. <laughs> Killian takes misfits and evolves them like Pokemon. They're all a bunch of magmars. <laughs> Potts and Maya talking in bed. I'm shipping it. Killian comes in. Maya is still on his team and wants to use Tony. I guess I don't ship it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Magmars gets Iron Patriot. Well, hold on really quick. Because this is another thing I had, too. It's just with, like, I just don't feel like they, maybe they talk about it later, but I just don't feel like the bad guys were fleshed out very well. Because, like, in the video that Iron Man was looking at in Gary's van, they were, oh, that was the, the metal thing you were asking about earlier? Mm-hmm. That in there is like an injector with magma goo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because like they were injecting it and it seemed like it worked for some people, but it didn't work for others. Yeah. But that like it, it didn't explain. Am I was I missing anything or did that did that get any ex- explained any further? I didn't catch anything extra, but okay. You know right. how much I pay attention to these movies. Yeah. Yeah. So Harley's working on fixing Jarvis. The suit's not charging. And Tony has another anxiety attack. Harley says, why don't you just build something? Tony says, okay. Yeah, and like magically snaps out of it. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, that's, that's not how that works. Yeah. Tony is cruising through Home Depot and gets some equipment. And he heads to Miami. How does he buy it? I don't know. Because like, isn't he, people think he's dead, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I would assume he would want to keep that anonymity. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would think about carrying money. Yeah. I heard the cat. You heard the cat sneeze. I did hear the cat sneeze. Oh, no. He's, he's doing it again. Oh, no. Jack. Oh, no. Jack. Our poor kitty cat. Tony tases some people and hurts them with ornaments. Tony sneaks into the Mandarin's room. Mandarin recently took a dump. <laughs> <laughs> This guy reminded me of, like, a Mike Myers character. Like, well, he was in a couple Mike Myers movies, I think. Was he? Yeah, I know he was in that Love Guru one. Oh. Like, yeah. he re- he reminded me more of, like, he, like, a combination of Dr. Evil and Fat Bastard or something. Yeah. The funny thing is, that guy, it's been something. I can't remember his last name. He, at one point, was like, you would get him if you needed a good actor. Hmm. Because he played Gandhi in the Gandhi biopic a few oh. years ago, yeah. It's Ben something. I can't think of his last name. Ben Wyatt. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway. Mandarin crawls like a dog. His name is Trevor, and he's an actor. Tony and Trevor chat for a bit until one of the Magmars comes in. Tony's tied up and talking to Maya. Tony tells Maya she doesn't have a soul. Killian comes in and talks about the New Year's party. And this just says he rules from behind the scenes. That's kind of his thing. Killian brings out his techno marbles and talks about <laughs> desperation. Get him this summer! <laughs> now for Amazon Prime <laughs> Three easy payments of $19.99. Hook him up to your Nintendo Switch! <laughs> <laughs> He's got pots and wants to evolve her into a magmar. <laughs> Killian is also a magmar. <laughs> My <laughs> you okay? <laughs> it's just like 
Okay, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Iron Man 3, Rise of the Magpies. <laughs> the crossover we all need. Maya threatens to kill herself, and because she wants Tony to go, uh, Killian ends up shooting her. Killian heats up the Iron Patriot. So there's a there's a big space between those two things. Yeah, yeah. They captured the Iron Patriot, and Rhodey's still inside of it, and he uses his warm hands to to warm up to warm up. Iron Patriot's belly and make it so hot he just like it's like ooh it's so hot and then he has to get out of it okay yeah he's like ooh it's hot and then he oh, like so goes hot. out yeah. oh it's sweaty oh no. oh no it's hot I need to get out <laughs> can I get out of the suit it's too oh, hot it's just I get a little sweaty <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> you mean like existentially or like? Uh, we don't want to get into yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Not enough time on an hour-long <laughs> podcast. Not enough time. Tony talks to two guys, seeks revenge against the person who broke the door watch. Rhodey's beating people up. I guess Papa Magmar is more of a Charizard <laughs> <laughs> because he can breathe fire. Tony's gloves finally come to him and he starts beating the guys up. Zipping and zapping, reunited with Jarvis. Tony wants to play ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pews. Rhodey and Tony talk to Trevor. Trevor says something about a boat and the vice president. And then we find out the vice president's daughter is in a wheelchair because she... She has, can't walk, is why. She can't walk. That's usually why you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. But, like, that's important somehow because... Yeah, because then he's teaming up with the the real Mandarin. Yeah. Iron Patriot starts zapping some folks. Iron Man fights with the Magmar, people falling out of a plane. Iron Man kills Magmar? Maybe one of them. See, that's the thing. Yeah, he, like, hadoukens him through the chest. Yeah. So, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing I'm like... It is so that kills him. Like I don't. I'm really confused. I guess because like they've seemingly been able to survive like almost literally anything. Yeah, I, I get, don't get I it. I get you. I get you. The plane blows up. Tony grabs Heather. Plays barrel of monkeys with the people in the air. This is just like there should have been Van Halen playing in the background, and then it just reminded me of the opening of the Mighty Morphin's Power Ranger movie, mm-hmm. which is fantastic yeah movie. that movie holds up so good mm-hmm. so at the end of this he saves all these people and then he gets hit by a bus or something but then you find out that tony's fine because he's like he playing using, virtual reality yeah he had kinda. google glasses on that connected to a robot iron man so his technology is getting pretty wild potts has the magmar goo in her <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Killian's talking to her. Iron Patriot comes in, and it's the president. They trap the president in the Iron Patriot suit and then program the suit to come to the secret lair. Killian and the president chat. We see the president tied up over an oil tank. Okay, so pause. This is another pen to take out. This is why I don't think that guy died in the Mandarin video where he was like, the president needs to call in three seconds or I'm going to shoot this guy. Because the guy they were going to shoot 
was the head of that oil company, I'm pretty sure. So, like, my guess is that they're teamed up with him. Because then later, too, the Mandarin's like, yeah, they don't give me real guns because they don't trust me. And if you if I, and I remember in the movie, and I, I thought it was just, like, they did this because it's a PG-13 movie. But, like, the camera panned up really quick when he shot him. So I'm, I'm wondering if you actually even got to see this dude get shot. Right. Because then that would, that would like, keep the illusion that Trevor didn't know that people were actually getting hurt. Okay. Random side note, does it smell like incense in here all of a sudden? Do you smell anything? No, this cat's breath is really bad. Okay. Well, I'm not burning any incense. <laughs> I'm just wondering if maybe the neighbors were. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It must be that spooky weed or whatever. That funky... Yeah, that funky, funky plant. plant. <laughs> <laughs> Tony sends in the Iron Brigade. He gets in a suit. Rhodey wants a suit, but he doesn't get one. Jarvis has found Potts. Potts is under a lot of metal. Iron Man gets Magmar. Magmar pokes him in the chest. Iron Man slices Magmar's hand off. Tony is out running to save Potts. Wants a suit, but it's not coming. Rhodey ziplines down and starts shooting folks. They're Magmar's. He grabs onto the president and saves him completely suitless. And then he asks for the president's suit. More proof that Randy Randy Rhodey is way cooler than Iron Man. Yeah, and like in this section, see, this is another thing where the the people's powers I don't understand. Because there were like 40 of these magmars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it took a while for him to kill one of them. Right. And this one, it's like you, they just, they just like get thrown off of this mm-hmm. boat, and then they're like, "Done." I, I, I was really, I was like, "This just seems." It seemed like it was way too easy to beat them when he could barely beat one of them. Yeah, Tony trying to reach for pots promises to catch her. He doesn't. Oh man, he so doesn't. He definitely does not. Papa Magmar meets Tony and says he would have caught her. Tony gets in a suit and starts beating up Papa Magmar. Papa Magmar has terrible dragon tattoos. <laughs> the man with the dragon tattoos. <laughs> he says that Tony doesn't deserve pepper, and then Tony says she's perfect. Which Really quick, though. Hold on. I just put a pause right here. Okay, about this guy's tattoos. Yeah. Like, why? Why does he have tattoos? I don't... I feel like that was a really weird design choice. Maybe it explains it later. Maybe the tattoos were like, you know, like, oh, the tattoo gang. You know, like, maybe that was like a, like a thing. But, like, it's such a weird design choice to just put really crappy, like, tribalish dragon tattoos all over this dude's body. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's just trying to express himself, and, and that's okay, Graham. I just, I mean, it, he had tattoos that made him look like his name was Blake, and he was from the Orange County. <laughs> but also, since he can breathe fire, maybe that's something. Uh, I wonder what his baddie name is. Is it the dragon or something? It's probably Papa Magmar. That, I mean, indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> Should we look it up? Yeah, what go look that up. What was his name? Killian? Killian. Something Killian. Archibald or something. Archibald Killian. Start with an A. Aldr- Aldrich oh. Killian. I can't find anything about a 
villain name, so maybe it was just Aldrich Killian. Hold on, I'm kind of... Oh, it actually looks like here... This is interesting. It looks like he is, in terms of Iron Man, or video game stuff, he's actually a really recent, like, character. It looks like he was first... He first appeared in 2005. Hmm. That's really interesting. That, that out of all, like, the pantheon of Iron Man villains they chose. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, should we keep going? Yeah, keep on keeping on. Tony puts Papa Magmar in a suit and asks Jarvis to blow it up. Papa Magmar is looking real rough and talks to Tony. Magmar pots to the rescue. Magmar pots punches a suit and then punches Papa Magmar. Iron pots! I was just so happy that she, like, destroyed... It was kind of significant. Like, she destroyed Tony. I feel like there's some kind of weird film analysis thing there. It's like she destroyed the facade of Tony and then had to use it to show Tony that he didn't need it because that kind of plays into the end. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. This has been my TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Tony and Potts talk. Tony demonstrates some self-awareness, saying that being in a relationship with him, she will never be okay. Tony says it's Christmas. Oh, oh, yeah. Tony says it's Christmas. Is this anyone's favorite Christmas movie? You know how people are like, Die Hard's not my favorite Christmas Christmas movie. movie. Aren't I so crazy? Oh, man, I'm a contrarian. weird that I actually like Die Hard the best out of all the Christmas movies when it's just like an action movie set during Christmas? Liking Die Hard for a Christmas movie is not a personality. (laughs) (laughs) And yet it kind of is. It's a stupid (laughs) one. Um, Anyway, those four of you maybe by now listening is... This anyone's favorite Christmas movie, Iron Man 3? Just let us know. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I don't really like Christmas movies, so I'd probably have to go with Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually seen Die Hard. It's not bad. I mean, it's it's okay. It's great because you get to see Snape as a German terrorist. Okay. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, man. How the dog stole the bacon. <laughs> I love that one. I forgot about it. I was like, there's a joke with how the Grinch stole Christmas, but I just, I'm riding that train, hope it gets somewhere. Um, I mean, it might actually be the cartoon, like the Boris Karloff one. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Charlie Brown Christmas is pretty good. I've actually never seen that one. Hmm. Oh, you, okay. I'll be this guy. Out of all of them, because you can use it for two, probably The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Because I would say that's probably more of a Christmas movie than it is a Halloween I, movie. I would say so. I don't know. It kind of goes back and forth in my mind for me. Yeah. But I think you see more of the Christmas holiday than you see the Halloween holiday. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, more of the action takes place. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'll, I'll have to think on that, though, what my favorite Christmas movie would be. I mean, most Christmas movies kind of blow... Because, yeah. like, they're all about, like, learning and being a better person and some other dumb... Right. They're all about being, like, giving up material items to be, like, a more generous person, or at least a lot of them are. And then, like, our society is still set up in a way where it's like, but how about those material items? How because... about you shell out that <laughs> 20 bucks to go see the movie that's going right. to tell you you shouldn't have to spend money? Right. 
Like, I don't know. It, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess those Christmas movies just haven't quite brainwashed us yet into becoming better people. No, no, Dan, not at all. No, no. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording this podcast really close Pretty to Christmas. Pretty close to Christmas. It's December. In like two weeks, a week. No, it's in it's in nine days. Oh no. Oh no. I'm not ready for Christmas. Oh no. Let's just skip it this year. Back to Iron Man yeah. three. Fireworks. Tony smooches peps. We create our own demons. The fire. Pause. The fireworks were him exploding his suits. Yes. Peps is okay. Tony finally gets the shrapnel out of him. Happy wakes up, points out Downton Abbey, which for the longest time I thought was Downtown Abbey. Yeah, because you're a noob. Because I'm you a noob. <laughs> Harley's got a decked out shed. Iron Man actually did something cool. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I was just thinking, I was kind of bummed that Potts didn't stay a superhero. Yeah. Maybe it'll come. Iron Potts. Maybe. Okay. We get Black Widow. We get, um, who's the other one? Captain Marvel. Is there another woman? There's the She-Hulk, who's actually... She-Hulk? She-Hulk is basically just sexy Hulk. Okay. And then we get Iron Potts in there, and we have this force, this feminine force that just destroys all the bad vibes and people. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of something, though. You know when you start with a thought and it just... You just ride that train hoping that it's... It's just gone. It's just gone. You know, I just realized, though, so if Pepper would have kept being spicy, Mm -hmm. you know what her superhero name would have been? Hot Pot. Hot pot. Hot pot. (laughs) Or hot pepper, but I like hot pot better. If any of the four of you listening are artists, we would appreciate some fan art of hot pot. Also, if any four of you are listening and you happen to be around the Stillwater, Oklahoma area, I highly recommend a hot pot joint in Stillwater. What's it called? Tokyo pot. Tokyo pot. The best. So good. It's so, like, go there. It I this is the thing I miss the most about Stillwater, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, besides our good friend Zeke. Yeah. Hi, Zeke. I hope he's listening. If you're listening. So Tony throws the arc reactor in the water. We we kind of talked about this during the movie. Like, why? why? Because someone's going to find that. Yeah. Or a shark is. Whoa. Think about that. That'd be the Iron Shark. The Iron Shark. I mean, that's a Pixar movie. It is. Why is there not a Pixar movie about superheroes? There is. It's called The Incredibles. Oh, snap. (laughs) You're right. Wow. Tells you how many times I've seen The Incredibles. Yeah. Which is one in theaters. Yeah. It's only okay, I think. Man, I thought I stumbled on a gold mine there. Nope. Nope. That mine has already been dug. Already been dug. Iron Man says he's a changed man, and then he says he's Iron Man. The end. So he's not a changed man. No, no. Yeah. So, I'll start. Please since, do. Since you kind of, I did. Yeah. Um, I like this. Is probably it's weird. I really like the Iron Man movies, but I, I, surprise, surprise, don't like Iron Man. The thing about this movie, though, that like I thought the acting in this movie was way better than the other two movies in general. 
But the thing that really confused me, I just, I didn't feel like I cared about the villains. Like, their motives didn't make any sense to me. Did they have any? Yeah, so the Adrian guy, he basically, because he said it, like, in one throwaway line in the in the end, he goes, I want to control, like, I want to have basically my fingers in all the pies so I can control the war on terror. Like, that was his thing, so he just make a bunch of money, I think. Okay. But it's like, what I don't understand is, I don't know how long the time was from Avengers to Iron Man 3, like, in the universe. Like, if it was a year, if it was six months, I don't know. But literally, aliens came to Earth. Not just aliens came to Earth. Alien, an alien army came to Earth, as well as gods. Everyone seems totally okay with that. Yep. And it seems like Iron Man is the only one that is kind of a little, like, can't process that. Mm-hmm. So it's, I guess I was just like, if you end on that high of a note, I do not give a shit about terrorism. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to up that game because at that point you're like, oh, so even if he does that, there's some glowy Eiffel 65 dude in, in space right. that can come down at any moment and make this movie completely moot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I get that it's like, okay, but you still have to deal with stuff down here. But it's like, I just didn't care. And it seemed like the bad guy, it, that didn't phase him either. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed like it just it seemed weird, and then it also made me think: Why was Shield being so secretive this entire time, trying to like hide the fact that aliens exist, that gods exist, when they came and nobody cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> Their entire operation does not matter. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't make sense, but it was enjoyable. I don't think I would see myself watching this movie more than once. Like Iron Man, the first one, I could probably see watching it more than once. What did I? I don't even remember what I gave. My highest uh, I've given was I, Captain America, I and that was a seven. I think you gave Iron Man six, the first one. I don't know about the second one. You know, I'd give this a seven. It was it was better. Okay. Um, I don't know. I wish I wish Hot Pot was in it more. Me too. I mean, it was a good step in in the right direction. I agree. Anyway, what was your take on it? I did like this better than the other two, and I think it was because. There was a little bit more peps in it, mm-hmm. and I also really liked Harley. Yeah, Harley was really cool. And I kind of thought that the Magmars were kind of cool. Like you said, I don't think they like fleshed them out enough, but I thought the idea was kind of cool. It was just more of like a... It felt more like a sci-fi kind of thing than they have... Yeah. Than other movies had been, other than, I guess, the Avengers were... Well, maybe they did that because of that. Yeah. So, I liked it more than... Actually, maybe more than any of them. I could see that. You seemed like you enjoyed it, like, watching it more than all of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any of them that I liked more, and I can't think of any. Wait, hold on, hold on. Did you actually enjoy this one? Um... I I don't know. Because if you did, that's a first. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, that's hard to say because <laughs> to some extent, I guess I've enjoyed all of them to some extent. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, did you unironically enjoy it? I think I maybe did a little bit. Weird. This yeah. is kind of like a moment. Yeah. 
Iron Man 3. Who knew? Because I was not looking forward to this. Yeah. At all. I was just like, I'm done with Iron Man. And then I flipped a desk, and then I said... Punched a cat. Let's go. (laughs) I would never do that. (laughs) Drop kicked a gerbil. (laughs) No. (laughs) Punted a grasshopper. I don't... No. Oh. But yeah, I was not... (laughs) I was not looking forward to it. And it turned out to be pretty decent. At the same time, I think I would still give it about a seven, like you did. That's still, I think, the highest you've given anything. I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Should we call it an episode? I think we should. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Later, nerds. Later, nerds. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions or anything else without spoilers, feel free to email us at unmarvelouspodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram at unmarvelouspodcast and Twitter at unmarvelouspod. But bye. Also, also, really quick, if you get a chance, go ahead and give us a positive comment and like us on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. That'll really help us out and we get it. really like to see your comments and feedback. Yeah. Do that. Later, nerds. Later, nerds. I'm blue. So we find out now this like one thing we didn't mention earlier is that this whole movie was like being narrated by Tony Stark. Like that's how it was framed, right? Yeah. So then what happens? So then we realize that he's talking to Mark Ruffalo. Oh my god, the Mark dreamiest Ruffalo. therapist who says that he's not a therapist, which he's not, which is good because he's working within his scope of practice. Because he's a doctor. He knows that. Yeah, he's aware, which is good. So Tony's just talking about how it's nice to get things off his chest, and it's like, wow, way to go, Tony. Yeah, and he's still like, I wasn't listening. Yeah. Please stop talking to me. (laughs) I'm not that kind of doctor. Yeah. And then... Kind of a good joke, I thought. He said he doesn't have the temperament. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Not bad. Some good jokes yeah, in this movie. Yeah, they nailed the so, jokes. Yeah. And then we just get a little thing that says, Tony Stark will return. Yeah. Like we were all thinking he might not. Eh. Yeah, and I hope Ruffalo returns. Oh, he will, and he'll just steal all of our hearts. Yeah, he's he can... Can Hulk me any day. That sounded, that sounded <laughs> oh, weird. No. Oh, oh no. God. Oh God. Let's just stop this now. <laughs> no, let's stop, stop it. it now. <laughs>